Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Damn, it was a crazy weekend. Crazy fucking weekend. What happened? Ohio State, Alabama, down for the last spot in uh, college football playoffs. They formed a committee um, because the, the old system wasn't good enough. Now this system uh, is shit. Um, Alabama, boy, how do I put this? Um, there's scheduling cupcakes, and then there's just, there's just fucking cake batter. And and some of the opponents they scheduled this year weren't even cupcake. It was just cake batter. Just a fucking bowl full of cake batter is is what they were. And the magic, the magic of Mercer, um, who was their second to the last game of the year. Um, if you don't know who Mercer is, they're not even in FCS, which so they're not a real football school. Um, it, it's it's sort of like a minor league. But for 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 colleges who were super tiny and they just they want to collect some money so, so they play some of the big schools. What what'll happen is is uh, they'll roll into an Alabama and an Auburn, which they this school called Mercer, uh, each played them in, and uh, they'll get steamrolled. Uh, uh, not on purpose. I mean, they try they try to try, but they've got about fifteen people that go to school there. Twelve of them may or may not be football players. And they collect about a half million to a million dollars uh, per game for playing there, for essentially just showing up to get killed. Um, they know they're going to get killed. They, yeah, yes. So the point spread is 55 points every time. Um, there's only one time a non-FBS school has, has beaten uh, a normal one. And that was, that was ironically against Michigan. Mm. And uh, it was a little school called Appalachian State out of Boone, North Carolina. I was in Vegas when it happened, and I, I, I didn't think I would ever see that in my lifetime. And I, I thought to myself, I was like, man, these, these tiny schools shouldn't be playing huge universities like this. 
because it's to me it's it's almost dangerous in a way. They don't have the type of players and those type of people. They could get hurt. They can get killed out there. Literally man. killed. Yeah, literally killed. Where it's just like, oh man. Um, I mean, I've seen some fucking brutal hits, and you know, I, it's not safe for the kids. But Alabama didn't give a shit this year. Uh, that's all they scheduled. Um, their highest ranked win of the year was was number seventeen LSU. Uh, I, I don't know that a, a team has ever gotten into the playoffs when their only ranked win was a, a they beat number 17 and, and then a, a school snuck in at the end with four losses. That's number 24. And and those were their, their only two ranked wins of the year. And I, I'm fucking stunned. So is the rest of the nation. USA Today wrote a huge article about it this morning. And then uh, something else called uh, Sports Nation wrote another piece called the, the, how college football died essentially today. Um, they put two SEC schools in, and it's, you know, Big Ten didn't get in, uh, Pac-12 didn't get in. You don't have any other, like, representatives, so it's kind of as, as if these games don't fucking matter. And the problem with this is is now teams like Ohio State are going to have to start scheduling the Mercers of the world just to pad their record not only those shitty games to see as a fan, um, but they, they don't do anything for you on paper to show that you're one of the best teams. And Ohio teams. State never does that. Like, they never have to play those fucking... They, they used to. They used to about, mm, I would say, five to ten years ago, somewhere in that area. And then they got, they got chided for it as well, of like, hey guys, we're going to... No fairs. Yeah, no, no fairsies. And so they, they quit doing it. The SEC still does it, um, and then I, you know, I, Clemson did it once with the Citadel too, as well, a couple weeks ago. Where it was just like, Jesus, man, it was like sixty-three to three. Where, where you're like, man, Aww. why? Well, yeah, why? Why are we even <laughs> playing these games against these schools? So, of course, Alabama fans are fucking. If you don't know an Alabama fan, the worst people on the planet. Um, I know. I'm. I'm sorry. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. ISIS one. We're gonna go. Alabama fans two, and then probably Hillary supporters, like the diehard Hillary supporters, sure. like the resistors who were protesting on the beach. That's gonna be. A, that's gonna be a solid top three uh, for the worst humans on the planet. And uh, you know, it is what it is. Sure. Um. They. It's just. I'm with it. I'm with it. And it's that. It's this boring style of fucking football. That Nick Saban in Alabama plays that's so shitty and miserable to watch. Uh, they don't. They never have a good quarterback ever. Um, it's just kind of a running back, and then they have a really good defense. And and again, like I, Ohio State, we used to have a coach like that. His name was Jim Tressel. Very similar to Saban, he won every year. It wasn't pretty. The games were boring to watch. And out of all of my friends, uh, and he won a national championship for us. Um, in 2002, of course, it was in overtime because that's the only way this guy, if he got a fucking one point lead, he would just try to sit on it and grind it out the whole game. They were so fucking miserable to watch to me that I, I was, was calling for him to be fired and all of my friends, uh, like other people at, at, you know, Ohio state were just like, you're fucking crazy. We win every year. We're like 11 and one every year, you know? And I'm like, we are, but these games are fucking awful to watch. I mean, really fucking miserable to watch. And I go, if I was a fan watching that Ohio State coach, because he coached us for like, 
you know, 10 years. His name was Jim Tressel. He wore a vest, uh, this little sweater vest. And that was his thing. Mm. A lot of coaches have a thing. Um, What's Urban's thing? It's like a windbreaker. Yeah, it's got the windbreaker. Yeah. 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 He's got the windbreaker. He's he's cool. Urban's a cool fucking dude. Yeah. Where that like that's one coach where you're like, all right, that's a cool guy. Like you probably have beers with like Saban. You, you wouldn't have a fucking beer with that guy. Mm. Uh, neither with Trussell, the, the old coach of Ohio State. Like you, you just be like, oh, yeah, this is boring. It'd be a lot of fucking dinner rolls. Um, like be, keep ordering the dinner rolls. Yeah, like, and, keep and, them coming. Exactly. A lot of dad jokes out of Trussell. The waitress. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it'd be probably be at, a, at a buffet. You know, like a, like a Casey's Buffet, some type of place like sure. that. You, you sit down and It's his favorite, though. Yep. And you, you're just ordering five or six sweet teas throughout the meal, and, and that's what it is. <laughs> um, but, but so, like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't want all Alabama things to, to, to think that I'm fucking trolling Saban. I used, we used to have a Saban coach. It was fucking boring to watch, and it was, it was just fucking boring-ass fucking football. Uh, now that they're in, like, of course, I got, you know, Hit, hit up on Twitter and all the social media outlets and everything, and they're like, "Oh my god, we're amazing!" We're amazing. and I was just like, and literally, so, I, so I've just been posting this Mercer logo all day. Every time somebody's hit me up, I just reply with the Mercer logo, which is the Mercer logo is it's a bear, like it's definitely a bear, but it is it's like a generic bear that's like a setting on like Microsoft Paint. So when it pops up, you're like, oh. All right, that looks like maybe like uh, somebody's uncle at a local print shop made that logo up, and they just they get so fucking angry. Like, um, well, Auburn played them. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I didn't go to Auburn either. Right. Um, and uh, the 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 hatred for this little Mercer Bear logo has just been amazing all day today. Amazing all day today. And that makes me sad. Well, look, I, I say good on Mercer. Like, fuck. There, to get the, to get that much money for a tiny school, I, I mean, it's brave of you to. It, it's it's essentially like going walking into the ring against Conor McGregor. Yeah, for sure. With no fight fight experience and just saying, "All right, knock me out." I'll make money for, for a my million family dollars. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. And so when you see these little schools pop up like this, and you're like, "Oh god, damn it!" Um, it's crazy. And again, like you know, the other three schools that got in ahead of them, Clemson. Uh, I'm about that life. I get it. You know, Oklahoma, I get it. I hate Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, you know, he's the new Grayson Allen from Duke. Um, hate that fucking guy. Uh, he's probably going to win the Heisman on Saturday. He's cried at three press conferences this year, <laughs> including uh, like two weeks ago. Oh, the drama. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a dick, Baker Mayfield, that he didn't even get to walk out onto the field or start his final uh, regular season game. The coach sat him out. Um, he grabbed his dick and told somebody to fuck off, like a sure. ref or something on the other team. Sure. Uh, and then he cried afterwards at mm-hmm. some press conference. And then uh, the coach was like, hey, man, you're not starting the game. And I know you're captain. You're not even going out for the coin toss, bud. So just grab you're some. You're a hot mess. Grab some pine. Grab some fucking pine. And that's what he did. And that kid's going to win the, the, the Heisman on Saturday night, which, which is weird. Where it's like, man, if there's tears at that fucking thing, too, like, come on, man. So you've just been hosed all around, huh? Well, then we get into the fantasy football aspect of it, and we're not looking good. I needed this other team to lose tonight to get into the last playoff spot. Had a lot of problems with injuries this year. 
um, which has been widely noted. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, obviously Odell Beckham Jr., and uh, Jordan Reed, who were who were my big dogs. Uh, they're they're all gone, and I needed this other team to to uh, to lose. And it's it's halftime, and it's not fucking looking good. Uh, I just needed AJ Green to not have ninety points on Monday night, and he's got thirty at halftime. <laughs> so he's on pace if this game goes as follows for sixty fucking points, which would be the highest total of any football player in fantasy football this year. So someone needs to Tanya Harding him. Ah, boy, you know the, the ha- out. half the team got Tanya Harding tonight. Um, to, to, so you guys got knocked out of this where they physically had to go to the hospital already. Oh God. Football is getting violent, man. It's getting brutal. That's why I was talking about the Mercer thing. Like Mercer is one of those teams where it's like, dude, yeah, you're playing against smaller kids, man. you can, you can really fucking do some damage against a small school like that. Uh, and the stick on the football theme, fucking bad. Bob McAdoo finally got fired today. That piece of shit. Uh, we were talking about him last week. He was the guy who benched Eli Manning after two hundred and straight, two hundred ten yeah. straight games. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, benches Eli Manning for this shitbag quarterback named Geno Smith. Who, Geno Smith is not an NFL quarterback, right? Um, I, he is a he is strictly a backup in case there is an emergency. Uh, if the if the team plane goes down and he happened to be on a bus, like he's playing that type of guy. The coach kills Eli Manning's streak. Benches on this other guy's in comes in Geno Smith plays like shit, um, and then a day later they fire the coach. Why didn't they just fire the coach last week? Let Eli keep his streak. The Giants are like fucking one in eleven. It, it, it's but they not, have to see whether the decision was right or not, right? No, before they fire because Geno Geno Smith. They knew it was they, awful they, on like three other teams before. Okay, so they knew he wasn't, wasn't getting any it. goddamn right, right, better. Right. Um, so did he have a thing against Eli? Like, that's what my question was because I love the drama where I was like, okay, so I don't why know would what you that is. do that? And then he gets fired. Did Eli go to someone and be like, man, this guy's fucking fucking with me? No, because like, this, this coach has been rumored to be fired all year long. So I, even the firing wasn't surprising. The timing of it is where it's like, just fire this fucking guy the week before and, and get it over with. Um, did he and know he Eli was getting go. fired, so he like put a bet in Vegas or something, so they know. benched him. So that it's such <laughs> so a strange situation that I I can't understand it. Like I, I can't even fucking mentally wrap my head around it, and uh, uh, it, it's odd, really fucking odd. So now they announced today that Eli is going to start next week, and it's it's like, hey man, so we we just interrupted a two hundred and ten game. Starting streak, the second highest in the NFL behind Brett Favre. So you could fucking play this shitbag quarterback for one game. And And I could see if Eli was like a nightmare and they like were always fighting and shit. But I can't see that guy being like nicest guy in the NFL. Totally like, no, I don't. It There's just no, I can't. And he's taking a beating with this team because they've been. Like, like I said, they've been shitty for a while. He's, He's never had any running backs. Eli's gotten his ass kicked out there. He could have at any point just said, "Hey, man, I'm I'm throwing in the towel. Like I'm on a. I, I don't want to play. Like this team is so fucking bad this year. He could have gave up on them and said, "Hey, guys, why, why don't you trade me here or cut me or or just bench me or something? Like I can't I can't take the punishment I'm taking week after week because our team is is all fucked up. But he didn't do that. He's a pro. He played through it. And um, what do they reward him with? 
uh, just a, a fist up the ass. They fucking Jim Henson, um, Eli Manning. <laughs> they just put their fist right right in the puppet's ass, and uh, you know now he's gone, and and Eli's gonna start again. I, if I were Eli, because rumor has it, I guess he told somebody like Peyton, his brother, that he was just like, man, my heart is broken. He was like. I I, w- I guess he was thinking about retiring at the end of the year, oh, but he wanted God. to keep that streak intact and kind of what a dick go under the radar of just like, hey man, I'm gonna finish out my career. It was like five games left, and then retire, and then that be that. Now, what I'd like to see is Eli after the season just go fuck you guys, double bird it, and then just pull a Peyton trucker on out to the Denver Broncos. The Broncos are a decent quarterback away from still winning a Super Bowl. They've got all the pieces there. They've they've got one of the greatest defenses in the NFL. They have the same players, wide receivers that Peyton had, same running back, everything. He could fit into that system tomorrow, and they would probably complete, compete for a fucking Super Bowl. That's what I'd love to see happen instead of him retiring. But eh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It'll be uh, an interesting offseason, to say the least. But fucking Eli, man, didn't deserve to. They did him dirty. They did him real goddamn dirty, I tell you. Uh, we got some sponsors, man. I just went the fuck off. We got some sponsors who pay for this show to be on the air. First and foremost, I'm talking about straightrazors.com. There it is. Straightrazors.com is the finest, most electrifying, entertaining, sexual shaving kit in the biz. Um, a lot of A lot of women out there. Have have wrote into the show and said, "Hey Ross, I'm pregnant and it's good for my bush. This is a really good straight razor for my bush. Good for my bush. Yeah, yep. Huh. And then that's it. They don't really elaborate, but they're like that. They seem to love it. Wow. Um. So it's not just for dudes. I know I say it's for dudes every show of like you know uh, that straight razor kit is for that bro in your life, that uncle, that dad you never talked to, that cousin who you hate, like." No, it's it's more than that. It's also there's a lot of pregnant women out there who love to shave their bush with straight razors, and sure. I didn't know. I didn't know that was, there was such a strong fan base for yeah, something like I mean, that. Sounds like a nightmare. No, no, it sounds like it sounds like the best time ever. Oh god. Um. So I look to to one and all out there. If if you're if you're with child, and you're you're looking for a a, a razor for that bush. Straight razor stuff. Thomas do, got it. Don't do that. They got it. Don't do um, that, you guys. But on the reels, they they they've got the finest uh, shaving kits uh, that you could get for Christmas. I highly recommend it. It's like getting a fucking old school kit from from Tombstone. Number one ranked aftershave. Number one ranked cologne in the world as well. And they've also got uh, some some shampoo and some conditioner. It's everything you need to be a fucking man. Uh, and their straight razors are top notch. Um, taking the bush off a pregnant lady since 1893. No. Uh, go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Again, go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Boom, boom, boom. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. What? That was it. A boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. There we go. Uh, there we go. Boom. A little 4th of July action boom. for it. Uh, Strike Force Energy has got four delicious flavors. I want to give a shout out to Sean Matson, the boys. I, uh, I got a new shirt. I got a Make America Grape Again shirt from them, which is pretty fucking dope. And uh, grape is, is my favorite flavor they make. They got th- uh, three other flavors. They got original, lemon, orange, 
And uh, they've got this new uh, Cambodian water flavor that's really good. Oh, what's it? What's the what's the taste? Kind of like? tastes like a battery. Sure. Kind of tastes like battery. <laughs> okay. Sure, a little copper. Gosh, it's a lot of copper in that water. Right. Um, right. Get a strike. I don't know why I said that. Uh, it's real earthy. They, well, yeah, they ship everywhere in the entire world, including Cambodia. Is probably why I said it. Oh, okay. Um, but a box of ten is only running in nine ninety five, which is fucking amazing. That's uh, that's that's like ninety nine cents a fucking thing. That's crazy. Like a can of monsters, like four dollars. Those goddamn things cost. Forever. Like, look, you can kick the can, kids. You don't need the can anymore. These just you can rip off the top and squeeze in any liquid available. Any uh, juice, water, beer, wine, you name it. Uh, they fucking do it. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Again, StrikeForceEnergy.com. Promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off. Last but not least, we got a night she cries while he rides the steed. The first ever romance novel for Deuce Jables. Uh, I'm sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. <laughs> I couldn't get. I couldn't get it out. No, couldn't get it out. I couldn't go all the way out. Uh, but you can get it out. You can get it out at Amazon.com. Uh, it's the funniest book ever written by Ross Master Antonio Ornithal James Patterson. Great stocking stuffer for that man in your life. That dude. Uh, that dude when in your fucking life. Uh, pick it up. I would. I used to say go to bookstores. Don't go to fucking bookstores anymore. Um, just get it from Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com or Walmart.com. One of the dot coms that just ships it to your house in forty eight hours. I'm fucking. T- I'm tired of going in brick and mortar shit. They don't have anything anymore. Happened to me again tonight. But fucking Walmart. Oh god. Just trying yeah. to get a four dollar part. Uh, no, we don't have that. But if you want, I can order it online and then you can pick it up at the store. No, no. If I if if I why would I do that? I will go to Amazon and they will drop it off at my house for me exactly. for the same price. Why the fuck would I do that and drive back to the store? And hope it's there. Yeah. You ever been to a fucking Walmart? Like, I mean, been... yes. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Unfortunately, Christ. quite often, yes. The last place you want to go back to right. is what, like, checking out of a Walmart's a nightmare. Ugh. But I get it because Walmart, like, all the shit they have is, is fucking rad. And you can, you can literally, it's, it's almost one-stop shopping. Um, yeah. And unless Produce. you're looking for any form of electronic there, right. it definitely would not. That is not anything your, other than that. I don't, I don't even know why they have it. Like I go back there and then the, like the TV section with the electronics and shit, I'm just trying to find this one part for this camera. Um, so we're doing live shows again. Uh, I think starting next week and, um, don't have it. Uh, and, and I, I just, I looked around and it, Kind of look like like the inside of that Will Smith movie. Where, I am legend. Yeah, it's just walking around with the dog, and you're just like, man, this electronics thing, like the the whole department, it's just missing shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Why? Why? Like, it looked like it was a crime scene before, and then they, they want just you took to down not the tape. Go there. They want you to just go online, just be like, oh, I don't even want to deal with that's it. What I, that's what I think. And again, I know we've had this conversation before. But I, I literally, I just told the woman who was helping me in a nice way. I just said, hey. Like by you saying this to everyone, I was just like, I would say you're out of it. I like, I would lie and just, I wouldn't, she said, we didn't even get any of those in. And I go, I I would just lie to people and say you're out of it because otherwise it's going to cost you your job. And like a Walmart's a big store. There's a lot of fucking people that work there. I don't, I don't want to see people lose their jobs. I I don't want to see that. And, um, I, I, I still enjoy going in two places to you know, get things in the middle of the night. Because look, Amazon can't deliver to my fucking house in an hour yet. Right. And when they can, that's another story. Exactly. When I can, you know, Domino's Pizza a fucking 
you know, ele- electronic parts from yeah. fucking Amazon and have it in an hour. You best, best believe I'm doing that. But for right now, for the foreseeable future, that's not a thing. So I, you know, I, I, I like to be able to go into stores if I don't have something and get it immediately. I can't fucking do that anymore. Um, and R R I P Radio Shack. Oh you, my god! There used to be a Radio Shack right behind it, oh. and that was open last year. I know, I know they filed for bankruptcy and they're all gone. They were you know, getting rid of them, but this one was still open. And I was just like, oh, I remember talking to the guy. I was like, hey man, I was like, I'm surprised to see it open, and it was like nice inside the radio, this Radio Shack, you know. Um, I hadn't been in one in about 30 years, but... Uh, Do you remember when Radio Shack was like... was the shit. The shit. It had all like the newest little robots and like... All of it. It was like a really fun place to go. Everything that you wanted for Christmas that your parents couldn't afford yes. was, was in Radio Shack. Mm-hmm. That you're they like, could someday, not afford you. Yeah. You're like, someday, if I'm rich, I'm going to be able to buy all this stuff in Radio Shack. Yeah. And the managers were chipper as fuck because all they did was just drive around the robots all day. Oh, yeah, and play those little, like, things that fly up in the air. One of the greatest jobs in the world. And uh, now that that's oh. it's gone, and all those people were, are gone. And, and you know, I, I look back, and it's a, it's a GameStop now is what it was because I pulled up to it, and I was like, the fuck? Oh, no. So I, that, that's just video games. And then yeah. I was thinking to myself, all right. Is you, that going to be a thing? Yeah. You just replaced a store with another store that uh, I, I don't it's understand. It's going to be obsolete, yeah. Yeah, because... You know why? Why video games aren't like iTunes? Doesn't make sense to me. Why, why can't you just buy it off of the thing? Why do you need a hard copy of the game? Is what I don't understand. I think it's just too much information right now. Uh, for 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 like, the systems. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like you can't just put yeah. it in fucking Dropbox or whatever. Like it's a whole. Because as soon as thing. as soon as you crack that you have code, to download onto your computer. Yeah. yeah, as soon as you crack the code of of being able to download games, um, you can say goodbye to GameStop as well. Like I I'm walked sure in and it was just wall to wall video games, and I was like, shit, I'm not a video game guy. Right. So I walked in and I was just like, all right, it reminded me of, of like an old DVD or CD shop where yeah. you're just like, oh, okay. I guess we're doing this now, but why can't people just press a button and download it like a movie? Because look, Lincoln's fucking three and a half hours long. Right. I, I bought that bitch on on iTunes and just sure. you know that downloaded fine. Why couldn't you get a video game? I guess is my question. So I don't think GameStop is going to be around uh, too much longer either. And uh, yeah, man, it fucking sucks. Yeah, it fucking sad. sucks. Yeah. You know what else sucks? Um, is fucking Brian Ross. This piece of shit. Um, he is the the chief investigative correspondent for ABC News. Do you, you hear this story? Um, mm-hmm. This was fucking insanity, man. I mean, absolutely insanity. So this Trump Russia thing is still going on again, which literally no one cares about. The news cares about it because there's there isn't really any other news to report right now. Well, it's a good distraction for them, I, I guess. But like there. There isn't really anything going on. You know, you got some shit with, with North Korea here and there. Like, they're firing mm-hmm. off a rocket every fucking two or three months. Um, but other than that, eh, nothing really is going on. Uh, Trump, you know, he got to pass that tax bill. Um, yeah, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Well, which is, <laughs> but that's how they do it. You yeah, know, yeah, these yeah. people stay up. I, I, again, I blame that shit on Congress, uh, but both sides of the House where it's like, you have all year. You don't really work that hard. 
you couldn't just stay at normal hours and draft the bill and fucking do it. Like, yeah, they're always fighting this deadline that is it's just self-inflicted where it's like, why? What the fuck are you doing all goddamn day? Like all your job is to do is to sit there and fucking pass bills and do shit. They just lock them in that goddamn room all day. Like, I don't understand what they're doing throughout the day. Like, it's not like the olden days where they're taking phone calls from their constituents of like, you know, oh, hey, can you fix the well in my town? It's fucking busted. Like, no, you're not taking that fucking phone call. You're sitting in the White House, you know, getting ready to to, to make decisions, pass fucking bills, do some shit. Like, I saw, because I, I saw the bill, they were handwriting changes on it up until. Yeah, yeah, that's like, what they were pissed about. At midnight. Well, the, again, this happens all the time. This happens yeah, yeah, yeah. like forever. It doesn't matter who's you know got the majority in Congress or who's president. Nothing like these assholes have been like this since since the dawn of fucking time. And uh, I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand it. But either way, it's not exciting. It's not exciting for the for the news. It's not an exciting press story to to talk about about this tax reform. Like, great, it got passed and that's it. And congratulations. We'll see in a few years if it works out. There's really nowhere to go with that story anymore. So that's that's kind of dead. Right. Um, the sexual harassment stories, there's so many now that it's just like, like Brian Singer got fired from Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. today, officially. And, um, you know, I, the people just kind of moved on. They were like, great, we're going to shut down production. Like we uh, said, uh, it's just like. And yeah. then do it after Christmas. I did find out that it was. Um, uh, they they had two weeks left in, in shooting, but it's uh, uh, apparently it's a heavy heavy two weeks. So they're probably gonna have to do some reshoot shoots on top of it. But mm-hmm. uh, they're gonna hire another director and then start up again after Christmas and, and get that done. Uh, but you know, even that story was eh, great. Yeah, I figured that, that was it. Like, kind of got glossed over. So people are still fo- focusing on this this fucking Russia thing, and. Again, this Brian Ross, who is, I can't say this enough, the chief investigative correspondent for ABC News, which, I mean, that means you're the head guy. You're the fucking BMOC, um, big man on campus, dude. You're, you're the guy who's making these decisions for the network. Uh, he just got suspended for four weeks without pay for incorrectly reporting that uh, Michael Flynn, obviously the former national security advisor, uh, would testify that President Trump had directed him to make contacts with Russian officials while Mr. Trump was still a candidate. Didn't happen. And he said this live on air. And the problem with this, to make an accusation like that with no facts or, or, or any fact-checking whatsoever, is it, it caused the stock market to drop 400 points. Uh, because w- what he said would be grounds for impeachment and therefore, you know, the good times that are rolling in the market now were over 24,000. The market's up about 7,000 points since Trump got into office. Um, the highest for any president in the history of, of our country. Uh, it, it, if a story like this comes out into the world and it's true and he gets impeached, the good times will not roll anymore. <laughs> it is all going yeah. downhill. So four four hundred points is is what the stock market dropped after his story, because everybody else then took it. All the other news outlets, and I will say this: they were smart about it. They said, like CNN, uh, who I fucking hate, which I'm I'm surprised they didn't try to 
scoop it for themselves and take it for themselves, but they couldn't verify any of this. So each one of these networks to protect their own ass said, as first reported by ABC. Um, so they were, they were ready to let a- ABC either have one of the biggest stories of the oh, year. Oh, God. Or throw them completely under the bus, which is what happened. So not only did ABC have to issue a retraction, um, they, and they suspended this fucking asshole for four weeks uh, without pay, which to me is a goddamn travesty. Uh, there's a lot of people out there whose livelihoods and retirement um, 401ks depend on the market. And it, when, when stocks drop 400 points, a lot of people have stop, stop quotes triggered in or trailing stock quotes triggered into their stocks. So that way, if there was a fucking crash, like, you know, Mm. A 1929 style crash. You get out before the building falls down. Yes. Yeah. And and therefore, like all of these people's money, a, a lot of them probably probably triggered in a stop quotes, and you know they took a loss, and they were stuck. Maybe and and maybe they were you know first time investors. Maybe they were uh, just investing a few weeks ago or just got in. Like that they're gonna take a fucking huge hit for this. Is ABC or Brian Ross going to fucking pay for any of this? So he just straight up lied. Yes. And said that he lied. Uh, well, he, ABC has had to, to say it for him. Okay. Because they're his boss. So they said, we deeply regret and apologize for the serious error we made yesterday. The reporting conveyed by Brian Ross during the special report had not been fully vetted through our editorial standards process. So why, so why did he say fired. It? That's you're fired. Fired. Not a four-week suspension without pay. You're fucking fired for some shit and like that. And crucified, like Brian Williams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he lied. Yeah. About one thing. <laughs> Bring Brian Williams back. Like That would be great. I'm uh, down with that guy. It, it, same. You know the fucked up part about it, too, is like, I think he's going to get another shot. I think he's going to get a shot at one of these networks because everybody has lied in the media now for years. That he's no big deal. No. And, and like and good and and the, yeah exactly and and he's funny now like likable yeah. we're all gonna lie let's just make it funny and we've made so many jokes about him of of Brian Williams I was there jokes um, that I, I think you know you could have him back I wouldn't necessarily say on like the news news but I would for example I would say he could take over Matt Lauer's position and probably be great at it oh my gosh he'd be awesome he's uh he's really funny with with um you know when him and Rachel Maddow were doing that election co- coverage shit mm-hmm. super dry super had just given up on life um you know NBC stuck him on the 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 fucking they put him on the Mercer at MSNBC <laughs> down there where nobody watches like too small to to give yeah. a shit about anything yeah. and yeah. Uh, and and he Look, man, I, he must really love his job because he's he's fucking loaded, Brian Williams. He must really love his job because he said, I'll do it. Fuck it. I, I'll i go to MSNBC. You want me to do a goofy fucking show with Rachel Maddow? I think it's... Sure. And, yeah. it, and it ended up like he ended up being a pretty likable guy after that. And, you know, now when I hear Brian Williams, I don't shred him. I'm like, yeah, I kind of like that guy. Fuck it. Yeah, I think that was smart. And I think it was maybe him taking his punishment. Like, listen... I'm, I'll prove myself to you guys, okay? I'll do the fucking shittiest thing. I'm not just going to leave. I think so, too. I'm not just going to leave and be like, oh, well, fuck it. Like, I think he was more calculated and really, you're right, loved his job enough to be like, whatever I got to do, I'll clean the fucking floors. Like, I'm, I have to stay here in some capacity, and I will be back, I promise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And Which it's, I like. It's, uh, it's strange because somebody that rich, 
he's to me it's like it's like the Trump situation. Somebody as rich as Brian Williams doesn't have to do that job. If he didn't love it, he could just say fuck yeah. it. I'm out of here and just live off my money. And then, which is the same way I view Trump with all this fuck with everything in the White House. Being president is such a miserable job. I don't know why you do that if you're that rich. Like, I, I not no no part of me wants to do it. I want to be mayor just to be mayor. Sure. Maybe sneak a senator in there so I can get some fucking alien secrets, get some some clearances. But with little to no responsibility. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, like like a senator, they don't do anything. You just glad hand. Yeah, it's just a lot of glad hand, a lot of how's your fathers, and a lot then, of uh, big scissors. Yeah, just a lot of large scissors, lot, a lot and of ribbon, a lot of events, a lot of events, a lot of a lot, a lot of car of washes, a lot of car washes mm-hmm. being opened. Um, that's the type of shit I'm into. The presidents, it, it's a miserable job either way around. Um, but, uh, I, I could see Brian Williams popping back in to the today. I wonder if he's thrown his, his resume in for the today show. Cause I, I don't know who's going to take that place. You know, who else I liked was, uh, that, that chick who got fired for Megan Kelly, uh, the black chick. What was her name? Oh yeah. Tamara Hill. Tamara. Yeah. 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 Um, she was great. She was great. But, um, Why I not guess bring her back. What's her fucking she's story? She's still on MSNBC, but she wanted to, she left. Like they said that they tried to get her to stay, but she was like, she saw the tide. She saw the fucking weirdness. She's like 50. Is she really? She, yeah. She looks younger. Yeah. Well, yeah. she looks great, but yeah. she's been in it Black forever. Black don't crack. Black don't crack. And they I think she wanted skin. to maybe be more serious. I forget. But like the, the statement that they sent out was that she was just like not having any of this shit and was just like, bye. Wow. Wow. And good, I get, good for her, I guess, but you know, fuck. They're gonna, you know, now Megan Kelly's the highest paid person at the network. Mm-hmm. Um, when they throw that baby out with the bathwater, uh, yeah, they sh- they probably should have held on to T Dog, you know? Yeah, I don't know what they would have done. I mean, I guess they could, you could always pay someone more. <laughs> you could always pay someone more to keep them, but uh, I think she definitely wanted to leave. Um, yeah. She's still around. She's doing, like I said, Dateline and MSNBC, and she's like popping up everywhere, just not in that slot. If that makes sense. Yeah. Did she? So was it was uh was the Today Show? Was that NBC as well? Well, it's NBC. Yeah. So aren't they? So all... she stayed within. Yeah, they yeah, all yeah, own yeah. each other. Okay, so yeah. she stayed within the same network. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just like the Today sh- that must be some kind of separate something because she was like, I'm still gonna do. Right, MSNBC stuff. Uh, I got you, I got you. And you know who else is trying to make a comeback? Who? Old B. Bush, old Billy, 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 oh, Billy. Oh, I saw that. Now, Billy, is Billy, he, Billy. So it's is he just trying to throw other people in under the bus with him? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Isn't that great? Yeah. So he came out and he did a he wrote an article for I want to say it was the New York Times. I read it this morning, but I forget I forget what publication it was. Um, and you know, he talked about the whole Trump thing. It was some rumor going around that it wasn't. They were like uh, that it wasn't Trump's voice on the on that audio tape, and it was like, no, it was it was definitely him. And Billy Bush came out and was just like, I'm here to confirm that it was no no shit. Nobody, Billy, shut up. <laughs> nobody was denying <laughs> Sit that it back was down, Billy. Yeah, nobody was denying that it was. So now, like, he's kind of playing this victim card that he was a victim the whole time. Uh, what I think has happened was, so he got a settlement when he was fired from the network. And I bet you there was a uh, uh, a no-handsy clause in there of like, you know, 
keep your fucking hands to yourself and your mouth shut, Billy, for six months. <laughs> okay. And then you can do whatever you want for or a sure. year or whatever it is. Sure. Um, I actually, wasn't that a It's been about a year, I think. Yeah. We haven't seen Billy Bush in a year. Yeah. And it was now, before he was president. So it was definitely, yeah. right? So, so now his gag order's up and mm. uh, he's, try, I, I, he's trying to get a job again. So he writes this piece for the New York Times detailing his whole fucking thing that happened on the bus and the grab him by the pussy and all of that other shit. And he was just like, you know, I just, it, the way he, he worded it made it sound like, like he was this scared woman who was trapped in this bus with this, like with, with like this, this Harvey Weinstein type of guy. And it was just like, he was like, yeah, you know, uh, he just kept egging me on to talk about things or whatever. And it was just like, man, I heard the fucking tape. Like it's just two dudes talking. That's it. Plain and simple. I mean, Billy Bush is definitely trying to impress Trump, and, and that's the like embarrassing part of it. He and- said that, and and but he, but here's the other thing: is he said in this article, he said, um, you know, I knew what a big deal Trump was, and how you know everything you do with Trump gets huge ratings. Yes, even back then. Yes, and uh, he was just like, you know, I wanted to do it, and it's just like, all right, great. So, so what are you what are you bitching about? Like, you went along with it. You just got a massive settlement. You got the biggest. Everybody knows who Billy Bush is. Right. It's, it's not like any you were some well-respected journalist before that everybody was chomping at the. It wasn't like fucking Walter Cronkite got caught. Do you popping think he off with said Trump. enough in that tape for him to be as crucified as he was? To be honest, Billy Bush. Yeah. No. I didn't. I don't. He didn't even say anything. No. I, look, for, if you want to, my it's my a, entire opinion on that that whole tape between both of them is it's two it's two dudes talking that shit happens. Every day, everywhere, and in the one world. is like the alpha, and the other one is like, yeah, man, yeah. I know, right? Even if they don't feel it or think it or whatever, they're gonna be like, sure, buddy. And some of it's just just joking around, just shooting the shit, like you know, you're it's f- it's impressing. It's trying to like alpha each other. It's trying to be like, well, also, you know, you're setting up for whatever shoot they were about to do. Right, you're stuck in a trailer with some dude you don't know on both sides. Trump doesn't know Billy Bush. Billy sure. Bush doesn't know Trump. You're just shooting the shit about whatever. So it's dudes being dudes where you're like, ah, you know, yeah. See, did you see that hot girl or whatever? Like, exactly. It's, a, it's an icebreaker. And then yeah. they're, they're talking about shit or whatever. Um, Billy Bush's whole fucking thing now, because he's on Colbert tonight. Um, I know I found, I was like, oh, is that going to be a train wreck or what? Oh, uh, it's going to be awful. It's going to be awful. And the, and the thing is, is he's going to go, like, you know, Colbert is going to go hard after oh, him yes. about Trump. And Billy Bush will just be, you know, he'll he'll be the the puppet on Colbert's show now. He'll oh, be yeah. like, it's <laughs> crazy, and That's I can't what he's believe always it. Always been, and, yeah. and so he does need to be on a a show. Like he was great on the Today Show. Like I don't think that he's a predator or a fucking like. I just think he's a doofus. Yeah, do you I, know what I mean? Same, and it's uh, it just and I think doesn't. it's sad, kind of. But whatever, is I'm not, it? I don't feel bad for him. No, not at all. Not at all. I don't feel bad with, with. But it was just sort of like, hey, man, I was yeah. just sitting there. Like, why did I get fucking kicked yeah. off? I, uh, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. I, I don't, I don't. Right. I, I don't even know what the big deal about it is. It's a big deal for Trump because he was running for president, and you can't have audio out there saying "grab him by the pussy." Like, sure, it's just not going to help your case. Right. Do we know that everybody talks like that behind closed doors? Sure, we do. Sure. Um, but now there's no such thing as closed doors, which is like no. this weird fucking world. No. So it, it's, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, 
I don't know what this does for you, Billy. Like, I don't know yeah, what the point yeah. of it is. It, it, they're not going to give you your job back on the Today Show. And no one will welcome you back. So it's sort of like, just go. Yeah. Yeah. Start it, a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Start a podcast or something like that. Maybe, yeah. maybe people listen to that. But, you know, the other He's thing. good. Because the other thing about Billy Bush is, you know, Hollywood is so fucking liberal they heard him on that tape joking with Trump back sure. and forth. Sure, my God. They're not going to forget that. So it's not like you're going to be like, oh, man, give me a belly bush. Sure, on, uh, that poor thing, one. he was a victim. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want to give him another shot. No, no, I, you're not. Like, I could no. see him doing maybe hosting a game show or something. Or Oh, God. What? <laughs> so sad. But Snoop Dogg's ho- hosting the Joker's Wild. Sure, so. sure. Why um, not? Yeah. It's just, uh, you know. It is what it is. <laughs> oh, Billy. It is what it oh, is. Oh, Billy. Um, and, and then the, the last thing that I, I want to touch on, and this has been like a fucking angry show, just angry a lot of, a lot of people. This a, a poo thing for The Simpsons um, is, is the most <laughs> I don't know what it is. infuriating thing of all time. Uh, it, I mean, it is. It's so it's so crazy that somebody would would go to the trouble and then make a movie about it. Um, and he, there, so there's a documentary that's coming out called "The Problem with a Poo." Um, um, the a poo is the Indian character in the thank convenience you. Come store. Again. Yep, uh, he's Hank Azaria plays him. He's uh, you know the, the convenience store clerk. It's been on for. I want to say 24 years at this point, 23, oh 24 uh, years this has been going on. Somebody is now offended um, because it stereotypes Indian people. What took you so long? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, look, but go ahead. After 23 seasons, <laughs> now we're going to get offended by it. Uh, and and people, people fucking made a movie. They made a documentary about this, about how this character has single-handedly brought down uh you know indian st- the, the the are ramped up the fucking indian stereotypes of, of of a poo oh god um and they made a full length feature documentary on this this isn't like a short or like a 5 minute short this is a full length feature that's coming out about this hank azaria himself issued an apo- uh, apology and um you know he said, "I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if if he offended anyone with his uh, no. portrayal of a poo." Yeah, oh, no. yep, yep. Uh, he also hinted that there's a chance a poo doesn't come back anymore. Oh God. Yeah. Yep. So uh, listen, I I'm cool with the Simpsons not coming back at all, but geez. I, I didn't know they were still on. I'm gonna it's be. It's one of those. Yeah. I. I it's one of those stitches for me. Like I don't, I don't know the Simpsons are, are still on until one of their contracts is up, and then I see because it, it'll break every record every single time. It'll be like, dude, they signed on for thirty million a year to keep oh it going. I was just God. like, oh fuck, the Simpsons is still on, and uh, I, I just after twenty three seasons, you're gonna get pissed off about it. I can see if it was a new character, maybe introduced a few weeks ago, whatever, but. It's it's been twenty three years. Like there's bigger, there's bigger fish. That Hank is there. Um, I apologize. I, I do too. Hate that. I do too. And he's he ri- didn't write it. No, and he's rich enough that like God. I, I just was fuck. playing my part. Like hey, bro. If anyone's gonna apologize, what it's Matt groaning or something like that. But 
That would be like getting pissed off for every at every black comedian who does a stereotypical white voice or Asian comedian or you know like yeah n- no I, I, that's you know you're gonna make fun of that's comedy you're gonna make fun of people yeah. you're gonna make fun of pe- yeah. the way people talk dance speak like that it's just, don't pretend that that's not how they talk like it is it is so so I, a large portion of what yeah well unless you're born here you know you're coming over here with an accent like sure. and that's anybody. Is anybody from France? Is anybody who do we, who are we making fun of on the fucking show? Biblioteca Sean. Oh, yeah, Sean Payne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't care about offending anyone. I don't either. But that, that's that's the way we relate. That's the way that 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 comedy relates to the the real world. And uh, now you're taking a poo away because somebody oh. made a full length feature film. How how angry do you have to be and offended to make a full length feature movie about? Just one character on a Simpsons show. I, I'm going to tell you, man. What goes into a f- to making a film is months and months of work, fucking crazy amount of hours. I just finished one, Drinking Bros Live, that is out now, and literally, it didn't end until maybe two day, 48 hours before it came out. Uh, and even then, it didn't end because I had to QC the goddamn things once it did come out. So, going back and looking on it, you know, you're looking at ah, fuck, man. And I, sh- I shoot pretty quickly, and I'm pretty efficient. I use the same people. It was about five months of my life. So this guy, let's say he was as, as, as fast and efficient as I was, which is fucking doubtful. Because you can only get to that level after you've done fucking f- at least five of these goddamn things to understand the schedule and working with the same post-production crew every single time, which True. I do. With this fucking guy, let's say, hypothetical, let's, let's say he could do it in five months. Let's say he could, he could fucking shoot it, edit it, put sound and music to it in five months you still spent five full months of your life dissecting one character from the simpsons that's what you did to make a feature film hope you're happy was dissected one fucking character from the simpsons and made a 90 minute movie out of it oh god i i can't even imagine that I, i can't even fucking imagine that i i wish hank azaria didn't apologize yes i hope the, the simpsons don't take the fucking character off the show um i hope i hope they double down and just go even harder you know i really do like nothing uh, would make me happier that would be amazing than to have a, a poo have a fucking brother who comes in I and then hank does. azaria yeah. does does both voices or an entire family, the sure. whole fucking thing. Sure. And really, really do it. Oh, that would um, be so good. It'd be a fucking amazing. Uh, let's get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. The revolutionary figure of the day goes out to Billington McCarthy Sanders. Oh, boy. You know who that was? No. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he was a professor. Uh, who served as the first president of a little school called Mercer. <laughs> uh, named after Jesse Mercer, uh, the first uh, chairman of the board of trustees and the namesake of the university. Um, there's, a, there's a fun fact about Mercer. It's the, privacy, it's, it's the oldest private university in Georgia, uh, in Macon, Georgia. It's where about my dog. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a tiny, small town. Very, very tiny town. The school only holds 8,000. 
8,000 people. Oh, God. My high school was 3,200. <laughs> um, this college is 8,000 people. And that's so essentially two to three percent of your school is on the football team because you have to have like 60 players. Oh my god! Oh boy, I can't, uh, I, I can't even fucking deal with that. Uh, the the spread on that, the point spread on the game, the Alabama Mercer game was 55. Oh, oh wait, you want to hear classic Vegas story? The final score was 56 to zero. I'm telling you, they <laughs> always know. They will know. You will never win. Uh, little Mercer didn't just couldn't score a point. Um, that, that fucking breaks my heart. Uh, they just couldn't do it. No. Uh, <laughs> but God, God love them. You got. Eight, I know. You got. You got eight thousand kids who go to school there, and you know. I wonder if they're. I, I, it's like it's making Georgia again. I'm, this is no bullshit. I bought my do- my my dog there as as a child. Um, they had a, a bunch of like dog breeders is what they're known for up there. Like these oh little boy. farms, yeah, where they you know these little farms and they breed you know dogs and shit like that. Sure. So I I got a I got a puppy up there as a kid. Um, <laughs> was was unaware that there was a college in that town. I know now. Right. I know now, obviously, but. Uh, Man, eight thousand. Um, but I will say this. So then they 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 played Auburn after that. Now Auburn beat Alabama, crushed them in in the uh, uh, in the the Iron Bowl, which is their you know their Ohio State, Michigan. Uh, Auburn crushed Alabama in uh, in the Iron Bowl. Auburn played Mercer, and it was twenty four to ten. So the little Mercer Bears, they kept it close. They they kept it within two touchdowns. Yeah. They actually scored 10 points. Um, good on them. Good on them for that. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty To play both of those teams, man, is, is nuts. That's nuts, man. And a, a school with 8,000 people playing schools like that. Like, that's, the little Mercer that could. I know. That's insane. insane. Yeah. And like I said, the only time a, like a non- School like that has ever beaten a, a massive program in college. Uh, was that Michigan game? That that Michigan Appalachian State game, and that was. Uh, af- I remember afterwards, Appalachian State they sold out of all of their jerseys, t-shirts, everything. Because <laughs> they had like two hundred. Yeah, they they sold out of everything, and they had to keep reordering. And the the game is so infamous that like they're apparel is still one of the the best sellers in the nation that's awesome yeah and they ended up becoming a division one school uh maybe a couple years after that and uh uh that's pretty cool but i i know that school at least like they they're bigger i want to say they're probably did you know them before though i did i knew knew appalachian state (laughs) because i used to go up to uh boone was where i lived in atlanta that was the closest mountain where you could have any form of snow sure so we would we would go up there and snowboard and uh and even then it was like all right there's like 2 inches on the ground right. and uh icy as fuck yeah oh god i mean you could see the grass peeking <laughs> through the 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 <laughs> slows snow. you down a little bit but but damn it's fun yeah yeah and I, and for starting like i didn't understand it uh as a kid because you you know 
you're in high school and you're like, oh yeah, I'm fucking shredding because I'm from Georgia and it's hot. Sure. Weather's nice all year. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's two inches of snow. I didn't get it until, you know, I went up school, uh, up, up to uh, Ohio State, up, up north and saw what real snow was like. And I was like, oh shit. And then we went out and snowboarding that shit. And I was like, fuck. Um, I mean, you could really, you know, at least in the slush, you know, you were going kind of slow and it was just like, oh, sure. yeah. your biggest concern was not getting wet where, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's how that that's because it, it was like a slushy. Um, oh, OK, OK. So I'm thinking like, do you remember Mountain High, like in L.A.? Mountain Did high. you ever go like that one day trip up to the no, snow? No. Oh, OK, OK. So it's like half man-made, like it'll, it'll snow for like one second and it's like mostly man-made mm. snow on these slopes. And like, if it gets like, if the sun goes, is going down at all, it gets hard ice. Do you oh, know what I gotcha, mean? Gotcha. So the yeah, top, yeah, yeah. because it's wet and man-made and oh, melting boy. Yeah. when it gets no. cold. And so you, that's what I'm, I thought you meant. No. So you're just like slick down. But yeah. if it's slushy, it's slushy. you're basically like powder. Yeah, it's basically yeah. like fresh powder. I'm I'm surprised they let us do it because I was in I was in uh, Lake Tahoe one year for New Year's. Uh, we all rented a a huge cabin, like all me and all my friends, yeah. they're, and they're super cheap up there. Mm-hmm. And everybody wanted to go. Dylan, Tristan, everybody, yeah, yeah. everybody wanted to go snowboarding for for New Year's, and then just watch the bowl games. Sounds so fun. I know. We get there and it's 65 degrees. Yeah. So we get on the mountain and it was the same type of slush situation. But now we're just tearing up their grass, and they they just shut it down. They're like, nope, we're we're really yeah. They wouldn't they wouldn't let you. There was there was nothing on New Year's Eve. Ooh. Like so for four days, Lake Tahoe is a weird town to be in when when there's no snow. Because same that, with Mammoth, yeah. That's what you're going there for. So you're like, all right, we got a few restaurants in town, and there was a couple casinos. So like. You know, we went into this. We went into to this one casino, into the sports book. I was like, "Fuck it, let's just go in the sports book. Like, we'll we'll bet something in there. At least bet on these games that we're gonna watch or whatever." And uh, and they were writing the numbers on a whiteboard with a marker, and I was like, "Oh boy, yeah, um, this isn't a, a, a fucking thing." Mm-mm. So very seasonal. It's one of those like seasonal places. Yeah. So you know, we had the hot tub and all that shit, but like. Then you feel bad being in the hot tub because it's 65 and you're like, I don't want to be like outside in this hot, just, it's just in hot water. It's hard. It's I'm already hot. Like, yeah. so Ugh. after two days, we all just bounced. We were like, all right, because the weather was not getting any. Oh no. Was, yeah. You need to be snowed in. Yeah. You don't just want to be stuck somewhere with great weather. You're like, no, I'm not going to sit in a cabin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was really fucking strange. So yeah. we were like, all right, I guess we'll go back. I think we ended up going back to LA and actually just going to the the bowl game itself. The, the Rose Bowl was was you know in in LA every year. I think we just drove home and went to the actual game, and we we're nice. just like, fuck it. Um, strange, strange, because you know for Tahoe you can everybody can can throw in a couple hundred bucks, you get a dope ass cabin for a week, and uh, and you're good to go. But uh, yeah, man, they fucking shut it down. They shut that shit down. Um. So, hey, to uh, it's the end of the fantasy football season, kids. Anybody out there who didn't make the playoffs I might be with you in this boat. I might, <laughs> I might be with you in this goddamn boat. Uh, but for those that did, congratulations, including Jesse. Mm, thank you. Um, you, uh, you actually led the league wire to wire. Uh, and you have the number one seed. 
So, <laughs> fuck. Um, Should I rename my team? And you lost. Mercer? You yeah. lost da- David Johnson. You lost the first pick in the draft. So that's unbelievable. And and and, and Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's unbelievably mm-hmm. impressive. Um, fuck, man. Yeah. Who who was that? Who was that good on your team? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Um, I'm gonna have to. Well, you got Drew Brees. Yeah. He um, wasn't my like main guy. No, though, and he that, like that got me the most points. He's had an okay year, but not a not a fucking balsamic year. Um, who's my running back? Let's 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 go to your. Let me. I'm gonna pop up your your team here. Uh. Yeah, you're. I mean, look, Ezekiel Elliott was fucking killing fools before he yeah. got. So for nine games, he was absolutely fucking death and destruction, and you were killing people. Um, it, dude, I, you got the backup, so you have Alfred Morris. He had a fucking good game. Um, but you got Adam, dude. Adam Thielen has yeah. been fucking on goddamn fire, and Robbie Anderson. Which was a, a waiver wire pickup from the Jets, like, and Zach Ertz so good. Another wa- waiver wire pickup is is Robert Woods. I don't know how you did that this year. I just don't know how you did that. Um, and you've absolutely hammered people, just hammered people. And if Ezekiel comes back healthy, you also picked up Josh Gordon. Like you were fucking styling, man. It could be a. Uh, a very, very fine fantasy football season. <laughs> you lost in the Super Bowl last year. I'm going to need a Christmas miracle to get in. I need a, I need a guy by the name of, uh, I always call him Simon and Schuster, but it's, it's, not, <laughs> it's not him. It's, it's not, that's not his name. <laughs> it's Smith Schuster um, for fucking Pittsburgh or their goddamn kicker. I need their kicker to either kick a 50-yarder in the fourth quarter um, or Simon and Schuster, Juju, Smith Schuster to to catch a fucking sixty yard touchdown, or I'm I'm going to be out. That's just what a crock of shit. What a crock of shit. I'm sorry. Um, I just call this episode just the bitch fest episode. <laughs> I've just been bitching about this. I mean, what a weird, weird couple days. And uh, it's Brian Ross again. I really can't I can't understand. That. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you for causing the market to drop. And, uh, and getting in everybody in a panic just because you couldn't do your fucking job. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.